You are now listening to Season 1, Episode 7 of the Ideally Me Podcast. G5. the ideally me podcast where together we're going to embark on the journey of transformation we're going to expand and deepen our meaning and purpose in life to become the best versions of ourselves like this today hint why I'm doing it at 10:25 p.m. when I usually do it Sunday mornings I debated today on if I was gonna record or not like I have been just out of it this last week don't know why have no reason nothing's going on just out of it um and it's, it's really bothering, it's starting to really bother me because I didn't get anything done this past week. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't journal. I barely did my devotionals. I, I barely worked. It was like I said I was working, but I necessarily wasn't working. Um, just out of it. Don't know why I've been kind of just praying to get out of this rut because it's doing me no good. And um, it don't feel good. It's depressing being this way, especially when you don't know the reason why you're being this way. It's freaking depressing. So I'm just so out of it. And just today when I woke up, I was just like, okay, it's podcast day. I'm supposed to get up and record this podcast on top of kind of just procrastinating. My daughter, she's starting summer school next week. I had to retwist her hair, wash it, all that good stuff. That takes forever. Um, get her school clothes together, cook dinner. I made a good dinner today. I had some turkey breast. I made a rotisserie like turkey breast, some mashed potatoes, and then some broccoli and cheese. It was good. Uh, but yeah, so just in a complete rut, I'm hoping that this week I snap out of it because it's not like me. I don't like the feeling. It, it's confusing. Like, mm, it, it's just not it, y'all. It's not. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what is God trying to tell me with this? Like, what's been going on? Like, Yeah, so we gonna stop talking about that and talking about my depressing ass week, um, and we're gonna talk about divine timing today. Divine timing. Oh, we 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 do I struggle with divine timing? Divine timing is, in other words, patience. Um, 
being patient, waiting on perfect timing when God says the time is right. And I struggle with it. And I know a lot of people um, really struggle with it because it's like, okay, uh, I'm this old. I should be having this. I should have that. By now, I want this. You be, We put time frames on everything. Um, and it's just exhausting. And so I've been constantly working for the past couple of years with really developing stronger trust and faith in divine timing and is and it's really kind of a contradiction to everything else that I'm doing because divine timing is all about having trust and faith in God and his plans and his works and I I have that like I really do it's just the like the knock knock like God win like I know it's coming I know you have it you know, planned out for me. I know I'm not tripping. These desires will come to fruition, but when, like when Uh, I'm, I get so impatient waiting. And one of the biggest things I'm gonna be a little vulnerable right now. One of the biggest things that I'm so freaking impatient with is like relationships, love, finding a husband, like or not even finding a husband, my husband finding me, of course, but y'all know what I'm saying. Like, that is one of the biggest things. I have been single for so long, and it's like, God, how long am I going to be single? How long am I going to continue to be by myself, not meet the right one? Like, how long? I'm ready. Bring him here, please. And it's a struggle. It be it, it be driving me sometimes. I really just be like, okay, got this, I got that, but when's the rest gonna come? And it's a and it's a strong desire of mine. Like I don't desire to be alone. I don't desire to be single all my life. I'm not just this mean like fuck niggas type of thing. Like that's not me. Like, I, I desire security and a relationship and all that good stuff. So, it just sometimes blows me when I see other people in these relationships or meeting good people or even, like, you know, dating well. I'm dating horribly right now, and it's just, like, I'm kind of over it. And it's... um. I don't know. It's just really frustrating. It's frustrating, you know, trying to figure out when we shouldn't even be figuring out the when. It's not our responsibility to figure out when or to plan on the when. Our responsibility is to be patient and do the work as we wait, which I have been doing. But it comes to a point of time to where you like, okay, I've done this work. I've done Everything that I think I I need to do, I've, you know, it's to it's to the point like you know where you work you work so hard of like, um, growing and maturing and fixing your flaws and past mistakes and all this kind of stuff to where, you know, once you do so much work, now you're ready to put that put it to work. Like you want to put everything that you learned to work. Like so, I've learned so much over these last couple of years and I'm ready to put it to work with somebody like I I want to go ahead and like actually do it now 
like really see if everything that I've learned, all the wisdom that I've gained and stuff like that, if I can actually apply it to a relationship and to other things in life. Um, one of the biggest things with divine timing for me, um, to kind of confirm that I know divine timing, everything works out when it is time. And one of the things that did it for me was um, buying a new car. I recently bought a new car, literally a car that I've always wanted, my dream car. We'll get into the manifestation of that and everything, but I've been manifesting it for a long time. So I got a 2019 Jeep Wrangler, so freaking happy about it, so grateful for it, so blessed, but it came in the right time. It came... In the perfect timing, actually. Um, and it's just like for a long time, like I got the car before I had got in college after wrecking my car. And it was kind of, it w- was never what I wanted. It was something like, okay, you were in a whole nother state. You need a car. You need to be able to get back and forth to campus, to school, because I didn't live on campus. Um, you would need to be able to drive home. All that, like, I just needed reliable transportation at the time. So I I didn't have a car that I liked. Basically rode that car till the wheels fell off. Like, I knew I needed a car. Like, when I graduated, I had always said, once I graduate, I'm going to go ahead and get the car that I really want and all this kind of stuff. But it was just not in the timing. Like, that was not it right then and there. I had other other things that I needed to take care of in a car and having a car payment just wasn't one of those things. And for me too, it was, that was a big part of divine timing. First time having a car payment, y'all nervous as hell. I I wasn't sure if I was ready, when to be ready. One minute I think that I was ready. The next minute I'd be like, nah, I want that money, all this kind of stuff. And so it was really just trusting on what he said was the appropriate time to go into that dealership and get that car. And when I say everything worked out literally perfectly, literally perfectly, but it was, it was a long time coming. Like my friends, family, everybody can tell you, people were saying, Mick need a new car. Mick, when you going to get a new car? Mick, you going to keep on driving around that? Y'all, to the point I was even embarrassed in my car. It, it got that deep. And it was just like, at the same time, it was just like, he said it ain't time right now. It's not time. So I had to be very patient about it. But it drove me. It really did. It drove me for so long. Like, here I am, supposedly good job which is okay uh degree all this kind of stuff and I got this bucket or I wouldn't even say it was a bucket it was just not what I wanted it's just you know it was just childish I don't know (laughs) it just wasn't it um and but I really had to trust in timing so anyway that just goes to say that we're going to talk about divine timing um which is a struggle patience you got to have it and I want to um dive into it by the manual we've been given a manual in the bible about timing it tells us it's a time for everything and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to ecclesiasis i cannot pronounce this book of the bible 
Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Anybody knows me too, y'all know I cannot talk. Like I like to talk, but mm, I struggle a little bit with some words. <laughs> it's just not my thing. But um, we're going to go to Ecclesiastes um, chapter 3. Yeah, I'm just going to, this chapter is so good, we're going to just read it together. Because it's literally telling you, it's titled, A Time for Everything. Can y'all see that? And so we're going to start off. Verse one, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Right there. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do, ga- what do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human's heart. Yet, no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Whatever is has already been and whatever and what will be has been before. And God will call the past to account. And I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In the place of justice, wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity and a time to judge every deed. I also said to myself, as for humans, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Surely the fate of human beings is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust and to dust all return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot for who can bring them to see what will happen after them. And so um, just the the whole beginning of that, I'll say from verse one to let's see nine or eight. He's telling you there's a time for some things and then there's a time for other things and that's um 
something that I struggle with. I don't, it's a time of singleness. It's a time to be in a relationship. It's a time of budgeting. It's a time for spending. It's a time for, you know, doing something new. And there's a time for sticking out what you're doing right now. There's a time for literally everything. But at the same time, even though we use that word time, time is fluid. We shouldn't attach ourselves to a certain time. And that's what he's kind of explaining to us. Everything comes in this time. And don't attach yourself to time. When you attach yourself to time, that's when we, that's when other things arise like feeling like you're a failure because something didn't happen within a time frame and it's just it just clouds you and if we kind of let go of time we can let go of certain expectations too let go of the expectation of time and that's one thing that I'm really really working on because we think that time is um finite when God's timing is infinite, infinite, finite, finite, yeah, finite, <laughs> um, you know, and so it's really fluid, and what I mean by divine timing, because I, I always like to say not just timing, it's divine timing, divine is of, for, from, like God, um, it's excellent, it's delightful, that's what it is, that type of timing is the timing that I want. I don't want the devil's timing for damn sure. Um, and I don't want my own timing. I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I start trying to plan things in my own timing, I, um, the closer the time gets, the the more discouraged I get. When I, when I put timing on certain things, I, like I said before, I feel like a failure. Um, and it and it it sucks the the energy out of you when you're just being completely impatient or when you're worried about something in a specific time or whatever the case may be. Just oh, like even just thinking about timing in the morning, like you know you be so rushed. Like I need to get out the house at a certain time, and then when you don't get out the house at a certain time, then that turns around and you got an attitude and you feel like you're behind for the rest of the day, and then it's just hard to gather yourself back up, and it's just like blah. And it's all because you were worried about timing. Like, it's, timing is definitely something to let go. And so um, I kind of want to just go over some of the things that I've been learning and trying to abide by is I try to develop more trust in divine timing. And so one of them is, I mean, simple, like I said, divine timing is patience. Learn patience. I have been working really hard, really, really hard on learning patience. Like even with my daughter, oh, she tests my patience so much. Um, and it's something that, you know, is one of the first things to just allowing divine timing in your life is to learn patience. Um, God will literally give you what you want when you need it. And like I said, patience is not hard. Patience is elusive. It's difficult. It's hard. It's a lot to achieve. Um, and like I said, I've been working on this for years. 
years and I'm slowly but surely being able to trust in it literally the only thing that I have an issue with divine timing like I said is this whole single relationship when is it gonna come type of thing literally the only issue that I have when it comes to divine timing everything else is just like okay I can trust it's gonna happen when it happened literally only thing so definitely learn patience and then like I just mentioned as well I learned not to get attached to time let go of once was embrace what is now here and there and then end up embracing what could be um so I work on not attaching myself to time and then um one of the things that I'm learning as well with kind of trusting in divine timing is during the wait, the waiting on that divine timing to have to examine my discomfort. Um, I have found that during your time of waiting on something and waiting on divine timing to appear um, in a certain situation in your life is, to examine the things that are uncomfortable it allows you to kind of see and grow and learn in that way while you're waiting on while you're waiting on something go ahead and examine just what what's holding you back or what you need to do to get to the place that you're waiting for you know what I'm saying like I don't know it's just it's it's hard to explain you know you you want to use your time productively I guess that's what I'm getting to um and using the weight as something that's productive is examining some discomfort in your life um and that's one of the things that I've done um within this whole time I've examined like I said daughter tests me patience I mean I have patience with her but it gets tested daily and I and one of the things is um I had to examine my comfort of or my discomfort and wanted her to move the way that I wanted her to move catch on to things as fast as I wanted to catch on not really you know like you you know a kid is a kid and kids do certain things and blah 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 whatever but one of the things that I guess that I was really uncomfortable with was um my daughter's progress in school and it really it really bothered me for a long time because I'm like you know when I was a kid I was this way I was that way that way and that's one of the things comparison is a killer I had to learn during this time of waiting for her to you know really catch on that I can't compare her to me, even though that's my daughter. I can't compare us. It's not the same. Um, I had to realize during this time that she learns a different way than me. Um, I had to find different things to work. And with that, when the timing did come for her to just finally snap, like, oh, it was just like, oh, snap. Like, I, I don't know. It's just so hard to explain. Like, that's a bad example, but I don't want to just talk about relationship type of things. because <laughs> I could go on and on, and we're going to get to that one. 
one day. I'm always saying we're going to get to it, get to something. But literally, we are because I got so much stuff to talk about, y'all. So much stuff to talk about. Um, but, yeah, so examine di- discomfort. Um, it's the it's the perfect time and during that way to just kind of see what you're uncomfortable with. Um, and then another thing that I try not to do is I try not to plan. God has a plan. God will guide you down the right path to get to that plan or to accomplish that plan. So I try not to plan, especially when the planning starts to frustrate me or confuse me or something like that. I just let go. I try not to plan too many things, Um, especially things that I'm in um, hope for especially so I try not to plan I kind of just go with the flow um and then I don't attach myself to certain outcomes um you know sometimes we have this idea of what we want and in what time and all this kind of stuff that it just really starts to to cloud us and so I just try not to attach myself to an outcome when you do when you attach yourself to a certain outcome that opens yourself up for disappointment and you can never be disappointed in what God has given you and so why attach yourself to an outcome and then be disappointed because it ain't disappointed not because of what happened, but disappointed because it didn't work out your way, but his instead. That's what I'm saying. Um, and then just really not attaching yourself to an outcome allows you to, has allowed me to be more grateful for God's timing. Um, because I, I don't have it set in stone of what will be, what could be, what should be, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just, I just let it go. It's, it's like it's just like with these things and with learning divine timing and patience i'm just learning how to ride the wave just ride the wave literally um and so i did want to share with you guys one of my journal entries um from recently this was on may 5th um and actually i started it with one of uh, a verse and this is psalms 135 And it says, I wait patiently for the Lord. My soul expectantly waits. And in his word, do I hope. Did I copy that right? Let Let me confirm, you guys, just to be sure. Psalms 135. Psalms 135. Uh, yeah I wait for the Lord my whole being waits and in his word I put my hope I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning more than watchmen wait for the morning Hmm. that's in the um the um new international version of the bible I must have wrote that for maybe the amplified yep Love the Amplify. I wait patiently for the Lord. My soul expectantly waits. And in his word, do I hope. Um, and so let me just get into the journal entry. And I was, like I said, I struggle with this constantly. So this was just me kind of express, expressing 
me struggling with divine timing. Uh, and so I wrote, these last couple of days, I've been finding it hard to trust in divine timing, your timing. Everything in me knows to trust it, but for but for some reason, my my mind has been constantly has been on constantly when when uh y'all can't read my handwriting. I got kind of sloppy. Let me see. Oh, y'all. Oh. It ain't even my writing. I was just, I must have been writing so fast. I spelled wrong. Oh, okay. Now <laughs> I'm going to start over. So these last couple of days, I've been finding it hard to trust in divine timing, your timing. Everything, everything in me knows to trust it. But for some reason, but for some reason, my mind has been constantly on, has been on constantly, which is resulting in me feeling, resulting in a feeling of impatience and a little fear. Father, help me to rid, rid my mind from these thoughts and feelings. Release me from the heavy burdens I am carrying. Help me have more faith and trust in your process. Guide me and provide me with clarity on things I may need to do. Show me clear signs of your way. Lead me, Father, in your direct as your di- lead me, Father, as your as your direction is unclear. I know I know great and amazing things are coming and help me stay the course. It's so much that I want and desire for my life currently. I desire an abundance of everything, a career that satisfies me, a desire, the desire of living, living out the plans that you have for me. I crave stability, success. I desire a new home. I desire a little a little freedom to live more comfortably. I desire love and intimacy. Someone truly for me. I desire so much. And Lord, I know it is all coming. I just pray for stronger strength in the weight. Amen. And that just goes to um, another verse of mine. And I'm just going to say I can't pronounce this book either. So don't kill me. Habuka. 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 <laughs> I snort when I laugh, y'all. Excuse me. But I can't pronounce this one either. But it's one of my favorites. And you're going to hear me repeat this verse over and over and over when we get to our manifestation series or our law of attraction series. Because literally, this is it. Right? And so this is a book of two um, verses two and three. I'm going to actually go to it. I wrote it down, but... I've wrote down several times. I even haven't memorized, but we're going to get this right because I, I may screw up. Y'all know I'm out of it. Anyway, okay. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment, it will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. And whew, I kind of go over this verse a lot daily because um, like I said, I struggle with it. And just you could skip 
verse two. Verse two is more of um, part of the law of attraction. And when you want to manifest something, make sure you write that shit down, y'all. But um, just with verse three, for the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail, even though it delays. Wait patiently for it because it certainly will come. It will not delay. So that's just telling you, like, just be patient. What you want will come. What you need, you will receive. Just be patient. Wait on divine timing. And so I'm I'm learning to wait on divine timing. Um, it's, it's um, like I said, it's a challenge. But I just want to kind of end off with saying, like me, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys struggle with patience and I just want to suggest like myself, like I tell myself to begin waiting well and waiting well means remaining open to God and allow him to move you towards the future. He has planned in his time. That is my definition of waiting. Well, begin to wait. Well, begin to trust in divine timing. Begin to let go of outcomes and expectations of time. Um, and, and God tells you in Isaiah 64, 3, those who wait. I'll let y'all read that for yourself. But he he's basically just saying those who wait. Great things come to those who wait. And so we got nothing but time. Time is on our side. And trust trust and believe and that just goes into the affirmation for this week and it's just one and it's just I want you to tell yourself I trust in divine timing trust in divine timing um I apologize but we're not gonna meditate today like I said I'm struggling this week it was hard to put this out um today we'll in divine timing is one of those things to where we will go over it again like i said with manifestation because it is a important aspect to manifesting things um so just excuse this and i hope that you were able to gain some type of wisdom or knowledge in regards to divine timing um meditate after you're done with this session and um or listening to this episode why did i say session um but yeah, have a good week. I hope the next week I have um, better news for you about how the week went for me. And I'm not in this rut. So peace and love. Remember, there is no destination. There's only a goddamn journey.